Hey y'all, this is Allison. Before we start, a reminder to sign up for the free spring cleaning course. If it's not spring, you can call it the decluttering challenge. It is a five-day challenge to declutter your home, mind, body, and soul, and it's freaking awesome. Go to aligndesigns.co, click on online courses, and it'll be the first one listed as you scroll down. This is Align Designs, the show about creating a life of ease and flow and encouraging women to be 100% authentically themselves by following their inner authority and practicing transparency and vulnerability. This is the place where you can collect all the tools to help you construct your best life through the lens of human design. Here's your host, Allison Cullen. Hey, hey, happy halfway through 2021, everybody. So I wanted to record a special little episode for y'all. This is what I do in the middle of the year, six months into the year, and I call this a mid-year check-in. You can definitely listen to this episode while driving or multitasking or doing whatever, folding the laundry, but you might want to at some point just bookmark it to come back and listen to at a time when you can take notes as well, because there's going to be a few things. I have six things that I am going to give y'all that I do for a mid-year check-in to just sort of gauge how this year is going for you, what all you completed and learned in the first half of the year, what all you still want to get done in the second half of the year, and it's even something you could utilize at the end of the year or once a quarter or whatever that looks like to you. So here we go for the mid-year check-in. This is what I do, and you can adjust this to fit the way that it works best in your life or whatever you want to do, but this is what I do. Okay, there's six things. Number one, I take a look month by month at the previous six months, so January through June, so you might want to pull out your calendar or check your Google calendar or whatever kind of calendar planning thing that you use. I have a good old fashioned paper calendar because I'm old school like that and it makes me feel good. If anybody else is like that, let me know. DM me on Instagram. <laughs> also, if we're not friends yet on Instagram, come and follow me, designs you can send me a little DM. I'd love to meet you and say hi. Okay, so sometimes I'll look through my Instagram too. That's a great way to sort of remember, okay, what was I doing in January? What all happened in January? What about February? You can look through your calendar, your photos, your social media, texts, all that kind of stuff, and sort of just go back through, write out what all happened. For those of us that live in Texas, I remember like February... <laughs> We thought this was a new year and exciting and then February came the winter storms and sort of just derailed us. So I feel like I'm finally caught up from that February crazy storm. It took a few months, but you can go back and look at those different media outlets to figure out what you did that month and sort of write out the highlights, things that maybe some of the hard things that you went through that month, things that you learned, lessons, all that kind of stuff, and just sort of jot down a few things from each month. Then number two, what do you have to look forward to in the next six months? 
Maybe you have some celebrations, weddings, birthdays, parties to plan. This is exciting because we weren't able to do this very much in 2020. Maybe you have some vacations. Maybe you have some kind of event or something that's exciting. Some, what, what all do you have to look forward to in the next six months? And if you don't have anything, what can you plan? Get with your family and friends and make some plans. Just, it's always nice to have something to look forward to. So that's number two. Number three, what were your goals for 2021? If you have them written down anywhere. And I don't want you to look at them and get discouraged. Like you can accomplish so much in six months. If you didn't even accomplish one of them, you still have six months in which to do so. So, I mean, there's things that can culminate and show up within like two weeks or so. So don't stress about this and don't look at this in a negative light. I just want you to look at what were your intentions and what were your goals for 2021? What have you already achieved, if any? And if not, what are your goals for the next six months to finish up? If you need a little bit of help with this, I would suggest enrolling in the Ultimate Vision Board Masterclass. I talk about that quite a bit and it can help you with some getting creative in some of your goals. It's interesting because there's a few things I talk about in there that a lot of people don't talk about with with vision boards or goal setting. So you might want to check that out. That is a great little exercise to do when you're thinking about your goals for the rest of this year. Number four, I love this one. If you have some time, write a letter to yourself and it's going to be from the future you. So say it's like December 27th, 2021, write a letter to yourself saying what all has happened the past six months, what all you've achieved, the way that you feel, how proud of yourself you are, what miracles came your way what all you manifested, all that kind of stuff. It's pretty fun to do that. I do this exercise sometimes just for the month, like write a letter to yourself at the end of, at the beginning of each month, but as if you're the person at the end of that month and what all you accomplished that month, what all personal growth that you went through, all that kind of stuff. But it's fun to do for, you know, the end of 2021. You can sort of be like, okay, the first six months this stuff happened and you were feeling sort of discouraged and it was just a lot and we were still, you know, coming out of the pandemic and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And then write how you transformed over the last six months and what all came through and write quite a bit about the feelings that you have now and how very proud of yourself you are for all that you accomplished. And those don't have to be accomplishments like you know, I worked so hard and da, da 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 They can be like, hey, I really learned how to listen to my sacral center. I really learned how to say no. I really learned how to take time for myself. I really learned how to slow down and be present. Like it can be things like that. It doesn't need to be like hustle, hustle, that kind of stuff. So that's number four, write a letter to yourself as if it's the last week of December, 2021, and you're writing about how proud of yourself you are and how far you've come the past six months. Number five, this is just a great sort of detox 
challenge or detox, just like experiment type thing to do to see if it makes you feel better. For some people, this might just cause anxiety, but for me, it feels good to do a brain dump and get everything that's going through your head or that you have to do or that you think you have to do out on paper. If you want to go back and listen to the episode from April 30th, 2021, I walk you through exactly how to do a brain dump. And this is definitely going to be something that you're going to want to sit down and have either a pen and paper or your laptop to take notes on. So put that on your to-do list to do a brain dump. If you start feeling anxious and the the brain dump is just like making you not feel good, you might wait till a time when you feel a little bit more calm, maybe do a meditation first and then do it. So I don't want to force you into getting anxious or anything like that. But when our brains are in that productivity mode and list making mode and checking things off the list mode, when you're thinking that way, the brain dump is really magical. So go back and listen to that episode from April 30th and make a plan to do a brain dump in the next week or so. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, number six, this is a little bit deep, a little bit woo-woo, and figure out the story that you want to create. This is just the one that I think of, but figure out what works best for you as far as getting yourself into this perspective. But it's sort of like this perspective, like what really, really matters in life. So say you and everyone on earth that you cared about would only be around for six more months nobody's getting sick or anything like that. It's just some kind of, I don't like to think about it as the end of the world either. Cause that just gives me like a lot of anxiety, but say y'all are only able to see each other and do things for six more months, whether you pass on or whatever you and everybody you care about, y'all are all in the same boat. What all would you do over the next six months? And really think about this. I know you have to be in a certain mindset to sort of think through these things. And I know that there's a few movies that we've been watching lately. One is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which is a great movie, but it's about like the end of the world and aliens coming to take over and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a little bit crazy. So you have to be in the right mindset to sort of think about something like this, but it's a means to an end to really figure out perspective and what really, really matters. So ask yourself a few things. Would you keep working your job? And this isn't like a winning the lottery type of thing. It's like a time. You know, money is a great thing, but time is really the thing that matters. So this is a a time situation where you only have six months and it's not like you're needing to like hoard up a bunch of money to give to your children or whatever to make sure they're taken care of because they're coming with you wherever you go after the end of the six months. So you don't have to like worry about hoarding money or anything like that. Would you keep working your job? Would you move? So this is something I know I'd want to move closer to family and friends. And I mean, honestly, like (laughs) create a compound where you're all living in the same area and you could see each other on a daily basis and hang out. And like, I feel like just quality time with the people that you love is like, for me, that's like the thing that I would want to do with those six months that and travel with those people, you know, see all the awesome things in the world, try all the different foods, do a lot of different experiences. I would keep working my job. I might not work it as much, but I just think that 
since it's not the creating this little story for yourself, if it's not the end of the world, then I feel like people will be able to utilize still the things that I'm teaching on even after I'm gone. So I would keep continuing to create content and coach and teach people because I just think that's a legacy that'll live on after me. And human design is really important for parents to learn, to be able to raise their kiddos. And so I would obviously keep continuing to teach the people that I love and care about that are coming with me at the end of the six months, but I would also want the rest of the world to know that. So I would keep working my job, but that might be something to look at if you wouldn't keep working your job at all. Is that something you need to sort of figure out making an exit plan to be able to do something that really matters to you that would continue to be a legacy even after you're gone, something that really, really lights you up to do on a daily basis. So that's something to keep in mind. How much time would you spend on social media? I probably wouldn't just go delete my accounts because as I said, that's like a legacy. There's a lot of content on there that could live on after I'm gone and people could utilize and, and get a lot of value out of, but I wouldn't spend a lot of time on it. It's crazy. I talked about this in an episode a couple of episodes back. I think it was in May, early May or so about having a love-hate relationship with social media. So go check that out. But I think that even just where we are right now with technology, we're going to spend six years or more of our lives on social media, which is so sad. Other than using it for a tool and being really intentional about it and getting on doing the things you need to do and then getting off that just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and wasting precious time that is is a huge commodity in our life is just so sad. So how much time would you spend on social media? Where would you travel? I even think about like if you only have six months, then even when you're traveling on the plane and stuff, I mean, obviously you'd want to sleep if it was like a super long flight, but on the plane, I'd want to be having certain conversations with the people that I'm traveling with and soaking up all of that time, reading certain books to just like for me, that's enjoyment. So reading certain books to gather more knowledge to then be able to put that knowledge out in the world for a legacy after you're gone, all that kind of stuff. What would you do for enjoyment? I know I'd for sure want to live somewhere that was near water or had a pool or something like that because that's just super enjoyable for our family. Think about all of these things. What really, really matters? And then I want you to go look through that list once you're done making that list, that six months left to live list, and go and see what small changes you can start making to make sure that that is the way that you're living your life, right? That you're spending enough time with people that you really care about, that you want to spend time with, that you're not spending time with people that you don't want to be around, that you're having the conversations that you need, that you're telling people that you love them, that matter to you. I highly recommend, there's a book, it sounds a little bit morbid, but it's really not. It's a beautiful, beautiful book called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. I highly recommend that book. It's wonderful. And another book I highly recommend, this is like, these are the two books I would probably like just shout from the rooftops to people if I did only have six months to live. And that's what I do anyways, but <laughs> is the top five regrets of the dying and then the presence process. These are two books that literally have changed my life. And I would recommend to any human being to really just 
learn how to live in the present moment and to not have any regrets at the end of your life and to live every day that way. I'm not perfect with that. No human being is going to be perfect with that. But I've definitely, since I've read both of those books this year, definitely have taken great strides in not having regrets at the end of the day. I'm like, oh, I didn't waste that much time. Like I didn't waste as much time as I used to on social media or being upset about something or not reaching out to the people that I care about or whatever, you know, all those kinds of things. So that is what I would do for a mid-year check-in. I would highly recommend sharing this episode with all of your best friends, especially moms need all of this information. It can be super, super helpful to sort of just get perspective on what really matters because everyday life with kiddos is not easy. And man, those two books that I recommended have changed the way that I interact with my child and my family. And it's just it's been truly magical. So mid-year check-in, one, go through month by month so far for 2021. Number two, things to look forward to in the next six months. Number three, goals for the next six months. Take the Ultimate Vision Board Masterclass. Number four, write a letter to yourself as if it's the end of December 2021. Number five, do a brain dump. Number six, make that perspective list if you only had six months left to live. And these are all separate. These don't really build on each other. I want you to treat these all as like separate homework tasks to do because that perspective, you know, if you're writing a letter to yourself and then it's the end of your world, that's going to look a little differently. I don't want the letter to yourself to be morbid in that way. But the last one, number six, the perspective list, I want it to be able to help shift that perspective as, as far as like what really matters in life and what you're doing with your time and your energy and your mind and all that kind of stuff. So I hope this was helpful. Please share this with all of your friends. DM me on Instagram and let me know how these six tasks went for you or if you have any questions. And I'd love for if you want to, you don't have to like show your exact lists or anything, but if you're as you're working on this or as you're reading either of the books that I recommended, I would love for you to post that on Instagram on your posts or on your stories and tag me at align.designs. Thank you guys so much. I'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. For more Align Designs and to connect with Allison, go to aligndesigns.co. A production of the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Marla Barr, the host of Your Wellness Journey, a podcast all about self-care, nutrition, and physical and emotional wellness. I'll teach you all about owning your wellness and understanding your personal healing journeys. Every week, you'll hear on how to conquer your mind-body obstacles and understanding your gifts. Subscribe or follow to your wellness journey in all the places you would expect to find a podcast.